Well, welcome back to Two Dudes in a Canoe. Yeah, and Jordan, this is this is like part two. Yeah, quick recap of last week. Rule number one for me was don't skip breakfast, which was all about just don't really skip. nothing to do with breakfast. Nothing to do with breakfast. Don't skip my time with God. It's important mm-hmm. to me. I need to do it first thing in the morning. Yeah, and my rule was make the bed. You start the day off by doing the, the first difficult, not difficult, but first thing, and you hit that first domino and, and that snowballs throughout the day. But here we are in the canoe. Uh, both of us have brought a personal rule we have. We're going to talk, maybe rock the boat, but it's going to be fun. So whether you're commuting on a run or in the kitchen, grab a paddle, hop in the canoe, and let's navigate Life Rules River. All right, Junior, I started last time, so you're up. Yep. You brought a rule. Uh, I, I, what do we I, got? I brought it, and here's my rule. My rule is be more than 10 minutes early to everywhere. Ten minutes early. Ten minutes early. And this really has nothing to do with manners. Though if you're always late, that's just rude. Nobody likes waiting for you. So if you're always late, just stop being so late. Uh, my rule has nothing to do with manners, though, and it has everything to do with uh, margin. I found, Jordan, that my most meaningful experiences, uh, many, of, many of my favorite memories have happened in the margin of life, the margin areas of life. So not like, not the meeting itself, but like the 10 minutes before the meeting starts. The, the, the moments on the way to the appointment is where I have a lot of like meaningful conversations or, or meaningful moments. It's the time before the church service, not running into the church service, it's time before the church service. I don't fully understand why. I've just found that those margin times in my life, they've been like huge for me. So some of my best ideas, and, and I'm, not, I'm not just making this up, some of my best ideas have been in the margin areas of life. I, I don't know how many times this has happened, Jordan. I've, I don't know if this ever happened to you, but I'll be like waiting to pick up my daughter from school. And, um, you know, I'm 10 minutes early because of my rule and I'll be standing there waiting for my daughter and, and I'm introverted. So I'm just kind of standing there by myself as the other parents talk and, and, uh, and a sermon will just like pop into my head or, or, or I'll be uh, early to a mm-hmm. lunch appointment. And, uh, and, and my goodness, this happens all the time. I'll be sitting in my truck, you know, I'll be meeting for somebody for lunch and they're not there yet. So I'm sitting in my truck and I'm waiting and I'm 10 minutes early and I'm just sitting there and I'm kind of hating my 10 minute rule there because now I got to sit here in my truck and wait. But then like a podcast I'm listening to or a, a sermon on the radio will, will come on and it'll give me something huge that helps me for my family or, or helps me lead at work. It's, That's cool. It, it, it really is. It's like, it's, like God, it's like God timed it out. It's the strangest thing. I don't know if God likes to speak to us in the margin times or, or what, but, um, but that's where God seems to work in my own heart, in the little margin areas. And so I like to give God an opportunity to speak to me by adding that margin being more than 10 minutes early. You ever do that? You yeah. ever had that experience? Yeah. It, while you're talking, I had a professor in college, and that was his biggest piece of advice to us was, because uh, I was a youth ministry major, and so he said, with youth group, which is basically, you know, hanging out with students, yeah. and when you have this program, he said, the most important time of that night is the 10 minutes before and the 10 minutes after youth group. Hmm. And he's like, because... He's like, that, and that's the margins that we're talking about. Those are the times where the most meaningful conversations happen. Those are the times when you get to have these special moments with, with, with other people, too. It's just that that's right. kind of, it's not structured yeah. in, a, in a night. And, and I it, think, makes, yeah. it, it makes total sense because, like, students, they, they don't want to bother you if they if you feel like you're yep. going to be on, you're running the, the ship. But if you're, like, afterwards just hanging out, yeah. that's where the, those meaningful conversations yeah. happen. So, Junior, what about, we asked this last time, what usually makes you late? Like, what breaks what, your rule? What makes me break my rule is uh, cramming too much into a day. And, and don't get me wrong, I'm not, like, advocating for laziness. I mean, Scripture is so clear about laziness, right? God has little tolerance for laziness, so I'm not saying, you know, just live in the margin and not do anything. I'm not saying that at all. But come on, we know what it's like to just, like, to, to have to do too much, to have a uh, little time, 
and a lot to do. And so we cram, 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 cram. And then what happens is we miss the precious margin time where God often meets with us, where the best conversations happen. Hmm. So do you have, you have margin time then for like planned into your day? I don't have it in my calendar. It's okay. just when I, but when I do like fill up my calendar, I, I will make sure that no, I've got to be ten minutes early to this appointment, and okay. um, and, and so it's just kind of. But like, you create, right? We've talked about it. You create margin time with your family. With right? my family, I mean, for you're sure. very, you're yeah. pretty good at leaving work when when you need to be, right. or if you stay too late, you create margin with your family and other, yeah, other yeah, days. exactly. But but I think I think you and I both have been guilty of this in the past. I think everybody has been, where you just you cram so much into your yeah. day where you don't have any of that at, at all. And then if you have any sort of margin time, it's like you're decompressing and you're stressed and and you're easily annoyed. That's why I love what yeah. uh, Moses wrote. Moses wrote, "God teach me to number my days." You know, the days I cram too much into my task list list are the days where I, I miss the big picture. I get so hyper-focused on my to-do list and my routines, and I forget that my days are numbered, time is precious, and margin is beautiful. And if I'm going to be at my best, I got I to gotta have margin built into my routines. It's, it's the times, I don't know if you felt this, Jordan, with yourself, but it's the times where I'm rushed, and, and, and I guess... I guess some people just like being in a hurry. You know, you, you don't know anybody like that. It's like they like being in a hurry. They yeah, like every always... time you talk to them, they're yeah. like, how, how are you doing? I'm busy. <laughs> right. Lots to do. Yeah, Lots exactly. to do. I'm busy. It's like yeah. you just feel stressed when you're with them. Right, you know? right. Yep, yep. To be fair, I say it too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, of course. I do right. too. Right. I'm super busy time. this week, and then I'm at home on my phone for a right. couple hours. But, but in reality, it's the times where like I really am rushed, right? I really did cram too much yeah. in my day. I didn't have any margin. That's just where I just don't like myself. Like yeah. when I'm running late and I'm in a hurry, I just don't like myself. I'm yeah. antsy. I'm agitated. I have no time for anyone or anything. But it's when, I, when I'm early that I tend to have the best ideas pop into my yeah. head and, and the best conversations and, and conversations that I would miss if I had been hurried or, you know, or not on time. All right, so 10 minutes early. Junior, yeah. is, that ever, is that ever like not a – is it ever weird to be er- that early all the time? Uh, yeah, well, yes and no. I mean, it's, it's not, like if you, like a party, right? I mean, if you're going to a yeah, party, you can't be – You know, right. that's like – it's not very culturally appropriate to show up 10 minutes early. No, that's, no. In fact, I went to your house a couple weeks ago for uh, an engagement party. Somebody yeah. in, uh, on the staff got engaged, so I came over to your house, and um, I brought the girls with, and um, we were 10 minutes early. But I didn't want to walk into your house 10 minutes early because it's kind of – like you said, it's culturally weird. So what we did was we drove around your neighborhood, which is called Candy Cane Lane. Is that what it's called? Oh, yeah. Candy Cane Lane. 434 Candy Cane. Really? <laughs> how many there is? Or I you just no make idea. that number I, made it up. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. It's like candy canes everywhere in your yeah. neighborhood. But the girls and I, we just turned on some Christmas music and we drove around your neighborhood. And they like, they just love that. We just looked at all the candy canes and the people's lights and the Christmas music was playing. And so we just spent 10 minutes doing that. Um, so I, it, 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 it would be weird if it's like you show up 10 minutes early at an appointment. But I usually take that time and, and go for a little bit of a walk have some prayer time in my truck, listen to a sermon, do some reading, read an article or something like that. Um, and that, that makes it less weird. So I don't actually walk into the appointment 10 minutes early, but I yeah. will. I'm honestly, I'm a pretty early person to things. I don't like being late. I just, I've never have, but I've never really been intentional. I think about the margin. Like I, I just am there. And, but I, now that I'm thinking about it, there has been some pretty cool experiences, I guess 
that yeah. have happened from just sh- showing up early in the co- early conversations sure. that I've had with people and some cool moments. So yeah, that's good. I'm, I mean, I, well, then the margin too. I just want to say that the margin is annoying if you don't use it intentionally. So yeah, I, w- I would say like if you show up ten minutes early and you're not going to use that time, you're setting your phone. It, it's just yeah, yeah. It, it's dumb. You're just scrolling Facebook. Then why be there ten minutes early? But for me, I guess I see that time as like wow, this is time that God has used in my life quite a bit to give me sermon material, have a meaningful conversation. Um, and so I'll just I'll just try to use I'll, I'll I'll try to use that time to be like all right God do something cool here like I'm, I'm I'll read this article I'll pick up this book or I'll turn on this sermon and that's that's where it tends to be like okay this is a really cool margin time to have all right I'm gonna I'm gonna try this week I'm gonna try ten minutes early and I'm gonna see if there's no cool stories dumb rule <laughs> bring right. it on bring it on <laughs> all right Jordan you brought your rule with I want to hear it I did but Junior you are forgetting something so important oh yeah that's right. We have some news from our canoes. Or, as we like to affectionately call it, canoes. All right, so this episode's canoe story is, uh, it's not necessarily weird news. I, I think it's uh, maybe good news, kind of a step in the right direction. I, I don't necessarily know what to call if it's good or, or the not. aliens have landed. Yeah, right. Yeah, that, that was an interesting canoe story. <laughs> Uh, but Jordan, did you hear that, um, Pornhub, which is like, you know, the, one of the biggest, I don't know if it's the biggest, but it's one of the biggest, um, websites, uh, for adult entertainment has taken down a huge, uh, a huge chunk of their videos on, on their website, according to the news. Why? Uh, they wanted to take, from what I'm reading is they wanted to take down all of the unverified um, okay. video. So I guess what had been happening is a lot of women that had been trafficked and there's stories and lawsuits in the news about this, but a lot of women who have been trafficked, um, have had their videos uploaded onto this website. No. Uh, even like even assaults and rapes have been uploaded onto this website, oh. like million, thousands and thousands wow. of, of these videos. And so there's lots of things going on in the court. And so, um, Pornhub, uh, just, just took it down. Wow. Yeah. Do you know how many videos? Uh, 10 million videos. I mean, that's a lot of that's a lot of videos. Ten million. Ten million. They took down. Which is it's so interesting too, and we we see this in scripture. It talks about too just how filthy sin is, and how what we try to do as humans all the time with our own sin too is we try to glamorize it, right? Right. We try to make it look all pretty and and socially acceptable. Yeah. But it's interesting because there's crap underneath well, it. Yeah, and you know, I was reading this article uh, about this th- this whole thing. You know, uh, Pornhub was seen as like this kind organization, which is just horrible. But like, um, they had done done stuff for the community. Like, they had bought snow plows for New York City. Wow. You know, they're doing all this stuff for communities. You know, throughout the ni- United States. But meanwhile, behind it, but what's funding it are these videos of of women being assaulted and, and raped, and you know, and trafficked. And, yeah, yeah, it's it's horrible. Yeah, so. It, that's good news, then. That's good yeah, news. it is. I mean, it, 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 they're still it's operating. It's a, st- it's a step in the right direction. That's right. right. I actually had... <laughs> I was looking at my Venmo account last week, and I saw that I... Two- Ven- Wait, Venmo? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, like, the app where people pay you. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, sorry. I had $200 in my Venmo account. Yeah. And I was like, that's weird. I don't know. This That's a lot of money where to come from. And I was looking, and some girl paid me $150. And so, I'm, I'm doing a little research. I'm like, who is this person? Like this is, and so I looked and searched her on Instagram, and it, she was a porn star, and it said, "Follow me. My name's blank blank. Follow me on Pornhub," 
And so now I'm really concerned. Why? <laughs> like a porn star that's yeah, I, and so, paying you. Yeah, so I didn't want Lindsay to look at my account and be like, who is, the, what is this, right? right? Like, right. I thought it was. And, and why so, is she paying you? Yeah, that's another point to it. Yeah, so there was a lot going on. So anyways. Yeah, what happened? What was this? Oh, she came and bought tables and chairs from me like three months ago, and I totally forgot. That's a great way to end our canoes for this episode. Jordan. Canoes from my canoe. All right, my second rule. Fill the Keurig. The Keurig. The Fill Keurig. the Keurig. Fill the Keurig. This you have a Keurig like a at home? It's a rule, Jordan. It's a great rule. Do you have a Keurig at home? Yeah, we used to. We don't anymore. Okay. Nicole likes to use the old school. Oh, yeah. You guys are all into well, she's she, you know she's not like Miss like green energy all that, but um, she's more of like all those like plastic things. Let's just you know brew her and coffee, and so you know we're just trying to help the planet any way we can. Oh, but anyways, Lord. tell me about okay. how you destroy our planet, Jordan. You use the Keurig too. Yeah, I do at work. Right. So I guess I'm a hypocrite. At home, I'm yeah. green, and at work, I'm not. Okay, bad influences. Yeah. So, so what, what's your rule about fill the Keurig? What is this? Why? Yeah. So it started is, Junior, there's multiple times we'd go to our Keurig at work, and it'd be mm-hmm. empty, like bone dry empty. Super annoying. The worst. Right. And I think it started as a joke a couple of times. We're like, oh, someone didn't fill the Keurig. And eventually your dad at a staff meeting was like, hey, you need to fill the Keurig. Yeah, he was pretty, uh, he was pretty heated about it. Yeah, and, he, and he's like, and we're like, and he's like, yeah, it's not serving other people. Like, you're not thinking about other people. You're not loving other people. That's not what leadership or love is. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's so good. Hmm. I, my new rule, I'm going to fill the Keurig. And that's just me serving and loving other people. So I went home and I said, Lindsay, we have a new rule in the house. You fill the Keurig when you get coffee, which is what we try to do all the time, right? Like God does something in our own lives and then we like put it on to other people. You know, it kind of reminds me of just like the whole idea of someone's always coming after you. Yeah. Someone's always following you. Someone's coming to the Keurig after you're there. So yeah. why can't you set them up? And so I woke up the next morning, Keurig. Empty. No. The Lindsay? Lindsay. Oh, my goodness. She got up early with the baby. She got her coffee. She didn't fill it. And so I said, Lizzie, we made a rule. Like, what are you doing? Fill the Keurig up. And what happened, and I started thinking, no, this is this needs to be my rule. If I would just fill the Keurig up every time I was done with coffee, there'd always be, it'd always be filled. Right. And so God was kind of teaching me, Jordan, you need to, you need to be a servant. Yeah. And so I, it's my new rule. I fill up the Keurig after I'm done every single time, and it takes 40 seconds. And every time I do it, I just I actually pray for, for my wife, and I pray that God would just use this and say, okay, I want to serve my family. I want to I fill my family up sure, as sure. I'm filling the Keurig. So it's just it's a simple kind of And it kind of reminds me, Jordan, of what we talked about in our last episode, and that is you, know, you, you got to this point where you decided, no, I'm, this is my rule. I'm not going to put yeah. this on Lindsay because rules are the trellis, right? You're not going to make yeah. a rule into a cage and enforce it on, uh, on other people, but this is for you to grow in your love for your wife by... Absolutely. And, it, and it's awesome because we have a Keurig at work. So then I go to work and same thing. I, I, I try to fill it up. And as I'm filling it up, I just it's a quick prayer and a quick reminder of, hey, Jordan, you are you're here to fill your co- co-workers up. Yeah. You're here to serve them. Somebody's well. coming behind you and you can love them. Yeah. It's it, I think of it like the the shopping carts in the grocery store. Oh. Don't you hate that when you go to pull in and, and there's a shopping cart. Sitting yeah. It's like, why, why didn't you put this away? Yeah. That's when I feel like making my trellis into a cage. Yeah. Or even a bat. And but not hitting the person, one of our but friends. scaring them. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's good. One of our friends, too, I remember he was telling a story of how he, him and his son were at the grocery store. They saw a bunch of carts there, and he told his boys, like, hey, go get the cart and put it back. And he's like, that's not ours. And and remember, he, he's an awesome, he's one of our good friends, another pastor, and he's like, no, this is what we do. Like, we're followers of Jesus. Go get the cart and go put it back. Yeah. And now every time 
I go and I see an empty cart there. I'm like, shoot, I got to put it back. Do you like, do it? Yeah, I do. Really? <laughs> yeah. And it, I it just is. get annoyed and walk past this. I got to start doing that. And I, and I did. And I was like, you know what? Instead of just being annoyed, like, I'm going to believe the best. And I'm just going to go. I'm going to put this cart back because that's what we do. We, we fill other people up, whether or not they're filling us up. But like Jordan, really what this boils down to is you're talking about loving, I would say sacrificing for someone in the small ways. It, you know, I was, I was thinking about this. Like, we so often we think of when we think of making a sacrifice for those that we love whether it's a spouse or a friend or a parent or whatever we'll always like go to like the big sacrifice like oh yeah i would take a bullet for my wife you know and it's like if that's true that's great but i don't think that's going to happen but you can fill the freaking keurig and you're not doing that so so often you know we we think we want to make the big sacrifices we we jump to the extreme yeah we forget well no it's the little things that actually make the biggest difference in the long run marriages are built up little sacrifices yeah. Little, friendships are built this way. Coworker yeah. relationships, just little sacrifice, little sac- little acts of, of love yeah. for other people that build up to make the relationship. And Junior, you preached about this a couple of weeks, right? I think one of your points was Jesus emptied himself in order to fill us. Yeah, yeah. It comes what? from Philippians 2. Yeah, what's that verse? Do you remember? Philippians 2, 7, which is that he emptied himself, taking on the form of a servant. And uh, I mean, that's, that's what so you talk good. about, just the little ways of yeah. filling the Keurig, emptying yourself. And filling of viewing ourselves. Like, if, I think if we could get to the point of viewing ourselves of like, I am a servant. I don't think we we have that thinking. No, yeah. I don't think I'm the servant of my marriage and I'm the servant of my work. Right. I, our whole our whole kind of culture is all about, no, 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 you elevate yourself. Right. You know? Yeah. And in a way, like Jesus emptied himself to take on flesh to come live among us and die for us. I think that as followers of Jesus especially, we should wake up in the morning and be like, all right, I'm full right now. I'm just going to empty myself all day for other people and yeah. my energy by serving and loving and doing the little sacrifices for them. Yep. All right, Junior. So let's put some legs on this again and let's try it out. Yeah. Before we end the canoe trip with each episode, we we've got to, we've got to put some legs on this. We got to do something here because otherwise this conversation is just a, a whole big waste of time if we're not going to actually do something with it. And uh, I think there's, I mean, we could definitely go, Jordan, I think we could go with like, hey, be 10 minutes early. And, and that's something that I think could be huge for, for yeah, everybody. I'm, I'm still going to try it. Yeah. But I, I really would love for us to just challenge ourselves with the little side, filling the Keurig in the sense. Juniors, let's throw out some ideas, just quick, like some practical things we can do to fill other people up, our yeah. family, coworkers, what are some quick things? First thing that comes to my mind is emptying the dishwasher. I hate that. That's like the worst, yeah. isn't it? I hate emptying the dishwasher. Yeah. Uh, so that's something. Um Maybe surprising your spouse and just taking the kids and, and letting them, you know, if you have a spouse, just letting them have yeah, an hour to good. themselves. Um, I think of scraping. I'm trying to do this for my wife. I'm, scra- I'm waking up early and scraping the ice off of her car because Jordan and I, we live in an area that, you know, wake up in the morning, there's ice in our car, so yeah. just scrape that ice. Um, or, and this is a big one, be a selfless conversationalist. You and I were talking about this in the car yeah. the other day, just yeah. like how many times are, do we have conversations where there's just, it, it's all like one way. And I think that's how most of us just naturally default yeah. to being a selfish conversationalist where we try to fill ourselves. You know, like I said, we're the yeah. Keurig filling ourselves from, from getting other people's attention and yeah, affection. There, there really is something filling when someone just stops and asks you about how you're doing and what's going on. And how are you? How, how's, how's your wife? How's your kids? What's going on with you? Yeah. To be able to be that kind of person at work that yeah. takes some time. And, and hey, I, part of that, is, I think, is also being 10 minutes early. You know? oh, yeah, right. Create the margin where you can have some of these conversations and fill other people up. For sure. Yeah, I think the, the quickest way, because I'm an introvert, Jordan, the quickest way that I empty myself is through conversation. And yeah. it's just asking good questions and taking an interest in other, and actually taking an interest in other people and really listening to them. That's yeah. a great way to fill the Keurig. Yep. 
All right, so let's do it. Let's try it out. Do it. One thing. One thing to empty yourself. To empty yourself. To fill somebody else up. Try it out. Hey, thanks for hanging with us. Thanks for hopping in our canoe. Let's do this again. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to mix the next river. Actually, we're going to finish this river out next time because uh, we got one more leg of this river. And the rule I'm going to share, Jordan, uh, the next rule that I got, I consistently break. It's killing me. I was uh, Last night, it was even bothering me. And so I actually have a lot of guilt when it comes to this next rule we're going to talk about on the next episode. I really need to talk about it. And Junior, I got something a little embarrassing that I actually need to confess to you next episode. All right. And so you're not going to want to miss this. It's going to get juicy. It's going to get a little bit heated. All right. Well, hey, thanks for hopping in. Hope to see you at the next river.